what's that? It could only be episode 138 of the Scottish Liberty Podcast with me, Anthony Samaroff. Sadly, our usual ranter, Tom Laird, can't be joining us this evening, but I have an equally great political ranter, my friend, David Stewart, also my driving instructor. And uh, he's here to talk to you guys and to me about some of the things that are bubbling up in British politics, but don't turn off the podcast, you Yankee boys, <laughs> because uh, the implications <clears throat> of what we're discussing are sort of evergreen. This is happening everywhere, and uh, I'll, I'll make good food for thought, and we'll probably have a great laugh today too. So, David Stewart, he's a history enthusiast, driving instructor, as I've said, and very libertarian-minded. I was delighted to find out because you might remember not long ago we had Sean Gabb on the show. And one of the things he said when I said, well, what should us libertarians be doing? He said, it's really important to keep it in the family. And when you have someone do some work for you or something like that, um, try and see that they've got similar values to what you have. In fact, before I, before I go on, before I introduce David, I just want to mention it was really funny because I think we'd done one or two driving lessons and we'd, we'd had a good chat. And David said to me when I came in, he was like, oh, I, I don't usually do this. He was a bit shy about saying it. He was like, uh, uh, but some of the things you mentioned made me Google you. And I saw that you identify as a libertarian. And my initial reaction was like, I live in Scotland, as you guys know. I mean, the... Um, the initial response was like, am I going to have to get some shit now? Am I going to have to debate some raging lefty who's got serious concerns about it? But I went, so I just went, right, how do you feel about that? And he said, I feel very good about it. And I was like, all right, off to a cracking start. And we've not stopped talking politics ever since. So David, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Absolutely, no problem at all. I'm really pleased to be here. It's uh, it's a complete new sort of uh, departure for me. Um, so we'll see how we get on. Um. <clears throat> Great. So just before we get started, um, people might be interested to know because obviously, let's face it, the cesspool of red that we know as Scotland is not exactly known for its uh, libertarian inclinations. I, I, I know you didn't grew up in Scotland, but how did you, how do you think you came to the sort of political opinions you have? Um, <clears throat> I think, I think it, it's the old, the old saying, isn't it? If, you, if you're not a socialist when, when you're young, you've got no heart. If you're not a conservative when you're older, you've got no brain. And um, you move beyond that and, and you start looking at things uh, a bit more rationally as, as you get a bit older. And um, basically, you know, the ideas of, um, sort of basic economics eventually mm. percolate even into into a brain as thick as mine, and you <laughs> and you start to 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 to, to kind of um, kind of come to a, a, some some basic conclusions about the way the world works, and um, more and more over the the the, the last last um, sort of twenty years or so, it comes to me that that um, you know I just want people to be left alone to get right. on with their lives. Simple. Yeah, maybe you just want 
Maybe you just want left alone. I'm sure you have to talk to quite a lot of people who have their uh, politics that you don't necessarily agree with in the car taking lessons. Oh well, that that's that's just part of the job, and you just you just try to. Uh, they tell you when you start the job, avoid politics, religion, and football. And I usually I, I usually end up with all three at some point <laughs> after the first couple of lessons, anyway. Excellent. Were there any kind of moments where key position that you remember key positions of you changing or sort of merging away from what they were? Um, not particularly as, 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 as things go along. I mean, um, my wife's from Slovakia and, and, and we watched, we watched um, uh, the old Czechoslovakia breaking up. We watched um, Eastern Europe getting in, integrated into what's now the EU um or the current incarnation of the eu and you know I've, i'm of an age where you you've watched things happen the the to me as a young man the the, the berlin wall appeared to be a, a, a an ever fixed uh, position uh, i was quite shocked to find a couple of years ago that it's actually been down now longer than it was even up Wow. But um, you know these these things happen um, as you as you get older and you and you start to look back on things. So it's it's an evolution rather than a, a road to Damascus thing. Right. So you've actually got a couple of good stories about your wife experiencing uh, capitalism after Czechoslovakia. Uh, do you mind uh, sharing? some of those like well i mean yeah i mean as, as i was saying to you earlier today i mean when when, when when we first met which you know more than 20 years ago now i mean um one of having come over here one of her sort of entertainments was 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 to go to a supermarket and just marvel at the amount of stuff that was on the shelves and uh, the choice and the, and the availability of things um because it was completely alien to the way the way she'd been brought up and what what, what she'd had to had to deal with um as a, as a as a youngster um and and it still amazed her um, for, for several years after she she'd first come here yeah and it's one of the things i think i might have mentioned in the podcast before that changed for me i remember you know being 19 or whatever and when i go into tesco's i think oh these capitalists like exploiting people and mm. you know they're they're driving business out the local community and the local shops can't survive and uh, they're exploiting people and now and even i i go into supermarkets and i'm like amazed like all of this stuff came from from all over the world just for us and and we take it for granted we don't even know we was born you know we don't know yeah. how lucky we are and uh it's funny because I've got a friend who's from the Czech Republic, uh, and I kind of we we go to the theatre and I was kind of joking with her about the left, you know, all the lefty stuff and the uh, uh, I, I sent I I've got an online publication that reviews plays and I sent her a lot uh, I sent her a link along to something and she said she wanted to do it and I was like okay but it'll probably be more lefty shit because we've gone to see some stuff before and she was like to be fair half of the theatre in Scotland is lefty shit and I was like well I think you're being a lot you're understating the matter slightly and we've kind of got that rapport but I was thinking to say you know we've not had communism in Scotland and it seems like some people are determined that we learn the lessons firsthand yeah. rather than uh, from other people's mistakes which brings me conveniently on to our first broad topic which yeah. is that yeah 
sometimes dinosaurs don't go extinct and sometimes policies that have been tried the world over again and again and led nothing to nothing led to nothing mm. easy, for, easy for me to say led to nothing but disaster uh, just keep on getting um seanced or um what's that a ne necro the the, uh, the the lead the leader of the Labour Party is a necromancer, and he is bringing policies that should have long been dead back to life, and the zombies are coming for our brains. So Indeed, tell them zombie policies, yeah. Send, send, tell them a little bit about some of the proposals that we're looking at here. Well, where to start? I mean, I'm 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 well aware that. Um, conference season is the, the point where the swivel-eyed loons on any if any party come out of the woodwork and and try to prove themselves to be more more uh, more catholic than the pope for the leaders um leaders um benefit um but some of the ideas that have come out of this labor party conference um under magic uncle jeremy are just amazing he's i mean Given that the man hasn't had an hasn't had an original idea since 1978, um, where where some of these ideas are, are, are think they're going to go is is quite quite incredible. We've we, we've discussed the idea of the, the ideas for them abolishing um, um, private education, for instance. Um, yeah, let's start with that because yeah. we we've not. I don't think we've ever discussed the abolition of private education on the show before and one thing I would say about that is I was quite I had two incidents where one was someone in the street asked me um, to vote for solidarity which is by the way for those who don't know which is pretty much everyone listening a far left uh, like decided like self-confessed far left pretty much communist party in the UK um, and got in a conversation with private schools and he was like do you think private schools should even exist and I was like and like uh, yeah about seven or eight years ago yeah another friend of mine at the time her politics have changed a lot since then but she was dubious as to whether private schools exist and there's this idea that they confer an unfair advantage upon some people which of course they do um but there's a lot well, there's a lot more to unpack. I fear that I'm grandstanding. So what were your uh, original shrieks of horror? Well, I mean, so, some, some of the rhetoric around the, around the announcement is very interesting. Um, I mean, the, 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 there's a lot of the, uh, use of the, of the terms, uh, terms like seizing the assets of these, of these evil schools. Really? We've heard that before some, somewhere, I think, uh, if we think back into the 20th century and beyond. Um, Seizing, seizing was 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 one of the words. Seems to have been one of the great words of of the conference. Uh, seizing this and seizing that, um, um, it, it doesn't sit well to, with me. Um, things like uh, they're they're, they're going to demand that only the universities will only now take um, the same percentage uh, of students from uh, from private schools um as 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 there is in the in the population so if there are seven percent of um of of uh, students in private schools then only seven percent of university applications will be allowed to be from private schools now um and when one of the more interesting statements was that uh, <coughs> um the uh, that the the, the, uh, the 
a statement for uh, uh, that uh, all our, our youth depend, uh, deserve world-class education. Um, well, yes, you can't argue with that, but uh, that's predicated on the idea that the state is already producing a world-class education, and somehow all we have to do is persuade these weird capitalist people to give up their uh, their, their, uh, their, their their private schools. And, and on top of all that, a couple of other things that, that they put it. For some reason, Ofsted must have pissed off the Labour Party because um, apparently that's that's going to be abolished, and a new two-part state inspection system of some nebulous type is going to be in introduced. Um, presumably one one part at least will be controlled by um, Uncle Jeremy uh, and, 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 and will be able to close down um, schools of which he doesn't approve. Uh, and the other thing that, that struck me was there's absolutely no words in there whatsoever about faith schools. Um, yeah. Now one of the one of the one of the bones of contention in Scotland in particular has, has, has been the divisions caused by, by, by faith schools, but across Britain as, as a whole as well. Um, so, but of course the, the soft left has, has taken the position that, uh, that um, uh, anyone of faith is superior to anyone of, uh, uh, of no faith. Um, and, uh, and we have to be nice to people who have a faith and, and there's the presumably anyone's mythical uncle sat on a crowd a cloud is, is superior than not having one that's that's um, interesting because it might strike people as atypical because the idea of the left is more atheistic and like they've got it in for people of faith and they're trying to well yes how, how the party of uh, you know the the movement of, of ultimate um atheism has, has got its self round to the position where it now supports well approved faiths anyway above uh, anyone else um is, is 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 another discussion to be had what would you be expecting <laughs> them to say about faith schools uh, well they won't they, they won't say anything because uh, they'll lose a lot of votes if they start if they start uh, start dismantling those but if they're going to go down the route of um dismantling um tax breaks for private schools um that could be that could be uh, a, a complete dog's breakfast if somebody then decides to uh, look into the, the the funding of faith schools well so my... they, they, they could be getting themselves into a lot of problems there i think i feel like it should be glaringly obvious to people but it's not but the issue is what is the pressure on government to actually improve the skills there is none. The, 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 the most pressure they would get is from the existence of private schools that at least have a little bit more wriggle room to exactly. try things out and hopefully improve. And a great uh, libertarian, James Tooley, is on his way to opening three private schools in England that can take people in for about seven grand a, um, a year, I think it was. Or, uh, yeah. No, it's it's. Le it's it's probably remarkably less than that. That might be what the expensive schools are charging. I forget the figures now. It might, might have been three grand. He's, he, he was, he's basically starting up these low-cost private schools that cost significantly, maybe half what the state pays for per student, maybe seven, seven eight grand was what the state was paying per student per year. And he's kind of halving it. That's the kind of thing that would make the government have to pull up its socks and uh, without and therefore will need to be stamped on from a great height that's exactly uh, where this is leading <laughs> to it's bad enough that the 
government so badly regulates private schools that they can't fucking do anything if it doesn't tick off the right boxes. But this is just, um, you know, going to create a situation where everything's frozen exactly the way it is and uh, no innovation can happen. I mean, you, the, a common joke amongst libertarians is that if you look at any facet of society, it's completely different. You know, we're not rolling around with a horse and cart anymore, but how have the schools changed? Well, they used to have a bunch of people in front of a blackboard. Now, sometimes it's a whiteboard. So yeah. there's some, you know, there's your progress for you. Mm. Exactly. And, um, but uh, as always, the, the the state response is 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 to uh, is to level everything down to the, to 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 what the state feels it should provide, and not not up to what uh, what. So the, the 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 statement about the world class education just rang hollow to me. It seemed seemed a very uh, um, yes, it's motherhood and apple pie. Uh, of course, every child should 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 be yeah. uh, should be entitled to a world class education, but you ain't providing it. Yeah, and no. you never, and they never will provide it because no one knows how to provide a good education. Only the complete trial and error of all, I don't, all the people in the world, like trying to provide the service, can come to conclusions uh, of you know the market provides, given yes. time and a wide berth. Here's a really controversial policy that would that could potentially improve the situation for poor people and that's why or at least people of limited means people who send their kids to private schools still have to pay for the public schools so you just create a policy that says well you can get up to three thousand pounds tax rebate for sending your child to private schools because you're saving the state money by sending your child mm -hmm. to a private school and so we'll give you some of the money that we're saving back and that will help you pay to send your children to private schools that would be a good policy for say the conservative party to adopt but they probably never will because it'll make them look more like evil evil comic book villains who only care about the rich and powerful than they already do yes i'm afraid so um and, and of course the big big mistake that private schools do is that they actually teach a certain amount of critical thinking and and some basic economics and we can't have that um, because uh, the, the state would, uh, will provide. Right. So what else What else has Corbyn got in his magic bag of tricks? I believe he, well, you can... Uh, well, you can we've got, <laughs> uh, if you're looking look, on the health service uh, or, the, or, or health uh, for, for the UK, he's decided that an, a good idea would be a state drugs company. Hmm, um, interesting. Um, we come back to the seizing. He's, he's proposing to seize the research of the, the current the, the companies uh, within the UK and force them uh, to divulge their research for a state drugs company. So basically, after about fifteen years uh, or more, um, if your if your um, if your condition can be cured by a badly produced aspirin, you're going to be okay. Um, but after that, um, yeah. you're pretty much fucked. No one's um, going to bother doing yeah. anything because as soon as they know that the government can seize the research at any time, yep. what's the point? Exactly. Um, what else have we got? On the economy, we're going, we're going to reduce everyone to a four-day, 32-hour working this week, is, this which is, is just a cracker, um, which would require, <laughs> on, on my back of, back of a fag packet calculations, an, an, an immediate increase in productivity in the, in, uh, in the economy of something in, in excess of 10%. Now, it's taken us 10 years to produce an increase of 2%. Yeah. 
Right. But according to Magic Uncle Jeremy, all he's got to do is dec decree that this will happen and it will happen. Um, and just for the Americans who don't understand British <laughs> uh, parlance, that was on the back of a homosexual packet for <laughs> anyone who missed it. Sorry, cigarette packet. <laughs> no, uh, they know, they know. Yeah. Or, a, or a vape packet in these, these days. Yeah, we, we like to say fag packet. Uh, we, we like <laughs> but, to smoke. Um, There's actually an American band called We Smoke Fag, or maybe it's a British band called We Smoke Fags. They're playing on the ambiguity. Mm. Go on. Um, okay, so, so yeah, um, I mean, uh, what, what one only has to imagine what the, I mean, what the increase on a, an NHS bu budget of 128 billion pounds would be um, for, for reducing everyone to a 32-hour week. The, 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 uh, right. the, the wage bills here. Right. This is an interesting thing because there's this idea that you can just wave a magic wand and cut the work week down. Um, we talked before on the show about how it's actually, you know, the investment in machines that helps us. People like to think it's unions, right? But if that was true, why don't they just unionize in Bangladesh and cut the work week down to 30? Do you know what I mean? Why, yeah. why you know, when they tried to ban child labor and Bangladesh, all the kids went out into like pover uh, poverty, begging, prostitution, the worst things, crime, the worst things imaginable. So the, the unions campaigning for a shorter work week followed the advances in capital investment, which allowed us to produce more stuff. If we, if we got rid of all our machinery tomorrow, we'd be back to working 62 hours a week on a farm. But so that there, but there's this idea that it can be done by decree. And there's something about zero-hour contracts in there. They want to abolish these just for people who don't know. Yes. Zero-hour zero contracts are a popular idea here, where an employer can just um, write a contract with someone as though they're. Do you, do you know more details than that? Basically, they don't have to give them any hours, and their employees, at least hypothetically, don't need to take any hours they're offered, and it. For some people, it creates a lot of flexibility, but the left are complaining that this pe puts people in very precarious positions where they can yeah. be fired without being fired. Their boss just doesn't offer them any more hours. What they neglect to mention is the fact these only exist because the labor laws here are so arduous and expensive to comply with that this is just a loophole around having to make all the extra contributions and uh, go through all the red tape that would be necessary to employ people in the normal way. You had some stuff about um, how difficult it is uh, or to fire people in Europe to, that you were talking about today. Can you recap on that? Yeah, I mean, basically, um, a company that I'm aware of, they're, 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 I mean, they've pretty much given up trying to, trying to move into uh, sort of Holland, Belgium, France, um, because it's simply um, the... the, the, the uh, the employment laws are, are, are so so labyrinthine that if you take someone on, it's almost impossible then to get rid of them. And if the if the if the unit that they've taken on, this is a retail company, uh, if the unit that they've taken on proves to be um, not profitable, then they're involved in all sorts of costs um, in, in in then trying to um, uh, jettison that, that the staff that they've taken on, and it's not really proving to be worth their while. Um, to be to 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 keep trying to expand into those countries, um, and that, that applies across a lot of the EU. 
And it, it's interesting because the Scandinavian countries, which the left seem to love, one of the ways that they are more free market, there's plenty of ways that they're less free market than the UK and the US, but one of the ways that they're more free market is it's easier to fire and hire people. Um, in Norway, you don't even need a license to be a lawyer, you know, to practice law. Um, in these countries, there's hardly any occupational licenses compared to here. It's interesting because, um, yeah, basically, if you make it difficult to fire people, you're also making it difficult to hire people because people are going to go, um, I don't want to take the risk. And you're also making it very difficult for people who are already at a disadvantage, like someone who's gone to prison, someone that's old, someone that's too young, someone that's from an ethnic minority, etc., to get a job or someone with little experience, because they're just going to, they're going to go with the safest bet. And if you're in any disadvantaged group, that ain't going to be you. But, and yet we hear from the left all the time, how much they love these disadvantaged groups. Um, well, they seem intent on shooting them in the foot. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's um, zero hour contract thing. Yeah. It's an option. It's got to be, a, it, it, you know, you, it's not going to suit everyone, obviously. Um, but um, you, you've got to keep keep the, keep your employment laws as flexible as possible. We, we've got to a position in the UK now where, where we have uh, more people in in employment than we've ever had, and our employment uh, unemployment statistics are at historic lows. Um, to some extent, that's impinging on on the productivity because um, we we've tended to go with uh, with uh, with cheap labour rather than investing in technology. But that's that's something that will work its way out o over time. Um, but but you ne you never hear the good news, obviously, for, for particularly from the left. It's always it's always we're always on the on the on the uh, on the edge of disaster at, at every point. The economic, it's all going to go horribly wrong because of the uh, the evil bosses. Um, and, and and really, we, we've done remarkably well to get to keep to uh, to keep the the economy going as 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 it is, even in the face of the Brexit chaos um, yeah. and the uncertainty facing both um, the UK and and Scotland in, uh, in possibly independently, um, and that's because the employment laws actually work quite well. Um, All right. So um, getting getting shot of things like zero hour contracts is only going to go one way. It's only going it's to really gonna make things result in, in higher unemployment. <clears throat> Unless, of course, we throw the foreigners out. <laughs> but that's. Uh, but 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 the left won't. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's 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 not a. a, 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 a a serious serious option because we've been the country would collapse overnight um, i'm not even sure that throwing the foreigners out works that way because you know um if, as long that's also all those people not actually um spending money in the shop you know the i think that you well, cannot... technically we're all foreigners anyway but that's right. another matter. <laughs> do, do you want to yeah that, that's quite and let's go into a segue actually <laughs> that's the segue music by the way because you were talking about this um thing about because uh, you're obviously a historian and one of the things that you love to argue with people about on the internet is like their silly views on history and you're talking about this idea of like distinct people uh, peoples and all 
and all of us being well to think peoples as being bullshit and foreigners and how we're all foreigners i i know this is just like wild but let's uh, let's hear a bit because because you, you're a good ranter so <laughs> so let's hear hear something of what you get onto on the internet with the idiots <laughs> uh, right okay bit. well you know the um mm, where where do we go with this um it's it's you you get an awful lot of people who 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 seem to believe that uh if we just go back far enough we will we're going to come up with some sort of pure race and it's uh that's that's where my people come from and and uh that's where um where it's all been downhill since 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 that pure race um got got polluted by by the the races around them um it's complete nonsense um the the the, the dna um re research uh, w amongst other things tells us that um basically um in in western europe um since the since the ice age we've got we've got a, a an overlay of uh, we've got a, a basic population who moved out of the the refugees when when the ice moved away the hunter gatherers um they were overlaid by various other input uh, and then they pretty pretty much stayed where they are and over the last 7000 years or so it's just been a mixing of the, of those peoples uh, and occasionally occasionally the 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 top people the the, the ruling classes have uh, have killed each other and somebody else has come along and, and that was and one of the interesting points <laughs> that's one of the interesting points you made because you said a lot of the things that happen where people think that people went in and massacred people it wasn't like that they just went in and killed the leaders and then the, the the people were pretty much like oh new boss much like the old boss even if they were of different sort of ethnicities and so what have you it didn't really make much odds yeah you... um uh, <clears throat> ethnicity is, is a flexible thing um language for instance follows political power it's language is not not synonymous with ethnicity uh, it's not synonymous with race um so you know um when the um when when the when the, the 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 ancestors of the english turned up on on the on the on the, the the east coast of these islands they turned up with their language they they, they killed the the the, uh, the ruling class and said okay boys you all belong to us now and everybody just went yeah okay i'm going to go back to tending the pigs uh, and um and uh, they did and um, over time the the language changed um, because you've got to be able to talk to the to, to the boss somehow, um, and you might want to be able to sell your daughter to him at some point. Um, okay. So that's that's basically how it worked. Um, the, the idea that, that, that the locals got massacred and driven off their land, and, and these invaders turned up is is quite not quite self evident. You can say bollocks if you want. Um, like as yeah it's an interesting thing because there's a rising romanticism for sort of feudalism on the right and the mm. extreme of the right at the moment and some of the crossover between uh sort of libertarian minded people and alt-right um this uh i and i i don't just mean like there is a famous libertarian philosopher Hans Hermann Hoppe who does write that monarchism is better than libertarianism sorry than democracy but he is an anarchist he says yeah mo uh, monarchy is least worst but the best is to have no state um, uh, 
but I don't mean that he's romantic for feudalism. It's it's people who are adjacent to him. Uh, um, sorry, Mencius say Smallbug and uh, also, I made up name. Totally fucking made up name. No one's called that. And uh, it's interesting because as we've spoken about history and sort of feudalism and stuff like that in the car, um, it's kind of brought to light how undesirable that kind of thing was. And uh, I think that it's funny because one of the problems with the right is they've got a tendency to identify themselves with whatever they're not instead of finding out what their principles are and championing those. The Americans have been, the American right have been better at it than we have in Europe. But it's like, uh, that's why I like being a libertarian. Like, it's like, no, you know, we have principles like the non-aggression principle. We kind of know what we stand for. And I feel like there's a certain subset that's like, whatever the left likes, we want to do the opposite of that. So the, the left don't like Christianity. So we're all going to go and reclaim our Christianity and become super uh, fervent about it, even though I don't really believe that they a lot of them actually believe in the doctrines. They're just like, this is Western civilization. What is Western mm. civilization in your opinion? <laughs> Bang. Sorry. Bang. <laughs> I don't oh, know if this came Easy one. Um, <clears throat> it, it's, it's an agglomeration of, 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 of ideas over time. Um, we've gone from <coughs> Excuse me. Um, a tribal society through 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 um, it's just medieval kingship, um, and we had the the I suppose you could say we we went through the Enlightenment and the Industrial Revolution, and we've we've ended up where we are. We're, there's there's not much. Um, oh, what can you say? It's 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 a, it's a, it's a, it's a, how how do you sum, sum it all up? I, I don't think you can because the if you want to call it the anglo-saxon experience the anglo-saxon idea of um civilization is not necessarily the same as um even somebody as close as as as, as the french idea or, or 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 you know southern europe um so we've got something of a we, we, in many ways, I think we, 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 the anglophone world should hang together a lot more than it than it really does. Right. Um, but that, that perhaps that's another discussion for for another day as well. It, it's it's Western civilization. Um, maybe maybe the, the, the Neil Ferguson sort of idea. Right. It's, it's 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 worked its way through um, economic circumstances. It, it became. Uh, dominant on, on in the world, and it possibly is in danger of, of sliding away again. Um, I think Gandhi say it would be a good idea. Western civilization. When he was asked, "What do you think of Western civilization?" he said, "I think it would be a good idea." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Start. <laughs> yeah. It's such a yeah. It's a kind of an open question. Like, it's really. It's a empty box that you can put whatever you prefer it to be into. Mm. So, so I guess, but yeah. So we've had some crazy shit go down on the uh, in our parliament here. I don't know the exact details because I don't pay attention to politics that well, which is usually how Tam compliments me because I'm more of the sort of economics philosophy man. He's more the current affairs <laughs> man. 
I wish he was here because you guys would have a thrilling chat. Um, but uh, alas, um, we're getting off. What, what I wanted to say, I think roughly what happened is because of the difficulty on coming to a Brexit deal, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister, who was not elected but was uh, put into place after Theresa May had to step down because she was dreadful um, mm -hmm. by the party, basically suspended Parliament because he couldn't get a deal on Brexit and said, right, fuck that, I'm going to do it. I think he had to go to the Queen to get permission to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's now gone to the court and been ruled unconstitutional. Mm. Did I get it right? I think so. Yeah, basically, as far I mean, that's pretty much my understanding as well. So, um, so they've so, all come back again, having having had two two years to sort stuff out and failed to sort anything out in two years. They're now supposed to be able to do it in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I ain't going to hold my breath. Right, okay. And it's a funny thing because, well, I don't know, it's interesting because, and this may be overstated, but obviously Trump's painted as an autocrat and whatnot. And it would seem to me on one hand that Boris Johnson suspending parliament seemed, looked pretty autocratic. On the other hand, if this had gone the other way, if being for... Brexit was the politically correct position on the left right now, or just the politically correct position in the culture. And the left were losing. The, the same thing had happened, but the shoe was on the other foot. They'd be going, oh, it's not autocratic. The people had a vote. The people spoken. What he's doing, he's doing to... to um, put into action the will of the people. And yeah. it, this is what really annoys me because it's so transparent. Like um, if Google and Twitter and what not have you were deplatforming communists largely, the left would be going, oh, this is autocratic. You know, it's, um, we need an openness of dialogue, but because it's, most it's not just people it's not just right-wing people a lot of the people who have been deplatformed have been quite moderate on a lot of issues they've just not been woke enough on something they're going well they're a private company they've got the right to do it and they're also going well um oh yes yeah, suddenly they love private companies and they're also going um uh the, the not all speak not all forms of speech are equally valid uh, and it's it's to them they're, I just don't believe that they have a principal stance on anything. It drives you absolutely no. I mean, mad. coming back to the Labour Party conference, for instance, that one of the, the one of their things under their, their home affairs um, 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 heading is that they 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 want to in, they want to instigate um, an investigation into the rise of far right extremism, um, uh, uh, which means that, uh, that you know. Presumably, anyone that doesn't believe, doesn't doesn't agree with them is is now going to be deplatformed and uh, is going to be, um, I mean, you know, these are people who sang the red flag in Parliament not long since. Right. Um, you know well, the uh, that, is, that 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 flag presided over the, the deaths of probably more more people than 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 the Nazis did. But uh, no, apparently that's that's perfectly okay. But and and. Uh, and the, the but the but the but the uh, the far right have to be investigated in in in, in great detail, and we have to we have to root it out.
and, um, and, yeah. and on top of that, they're going to they're going to also bring in a new youth service. Oh, you yeah. know, where, where have we heard that before in the in the twentieth century? Right. Um, yeah. The youth um, service that sounds quite uh, familiar. Hmm. But yeah. So so it's all it's all uh, it's all very exciting. What 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 uh, what Uncle so what, What's the youth What's the youth service to um, to entail for the young? Well, we, we, we're going to make sure that they, they, they get the best opportunities uh, that they possibly could um, uh, from, from, from the state. Um, so we, we're going to make sure that they, that they, that they, uh, they are not being, in, in, not being um, uh, influenced by, by malign um, um, forces. Um, are they, is this like meant to be like mandatory public service like in Germany? I don't quite know. It's all it's all couched in very very woolly vague terms at the moment. But um, right. um, so these uh, may to wear they may, uh, may all have to wear a particular hat, probably one approved by Germany. Germany. <laughs> right. Um, Made of yeah, I thought the left were trying to distance themselves from the Nazis, but um, you mm. know Hitler's make work program sound good to lots of people. So. Um, yeah. Uh, both on the left and the right these days. Okay, so we can't finish off without talking about little Greta. Little oh, Greta. Yes. Right. Uh, well, uh, yes. She's um, been she's been the talk of Facebook. I went yeah. on Facebook and I saw nothing but post after post of her. It's a few very. Uh, it was just constant, and to be honest, I'd say because I'm I've got. A whole host of libertarians on my Facebook. Uh, most of them were uh, unfavorable, but um, and and the, but there were so many different degrees of unfair favorability. Some people were just making fun of her, and then there was people going, "This is terrible that they're indoctrinating our children," and also make look how terrified she is. And but then I've got people, other people who love her and think she's wonderful for being so impassioned and caring and. Um, absolutely wake the world up uh, absolutely you know, I, I, I like nothing better than being lectured by a 15 year old cabbage patch doll <laughs> well, we know firmly which side of the debate that you come down on it's quite quite amazing and um, I, I think i told you um came across a came across i mean the, the complete bullshit she was told, she was she was spouting of course um Came across a, 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 a set of statistics show, showing um, the, the, the number of people um, killed by, by climate catastrophe since, since the 1920s. In the 1920s, it was running at 500,000 uh, souls a year. By wow, that's a lot. Year, by last year, it's running less than 50,000. So but David, don't you understand? Die. It's a hockey stick graph. It's exponential. Suddenly, yeah, they just put it the wrong way up. Right. One day we're going to be, that's pretty clever. One day we're going to be fine. The next day it's going to be slightly hot. And the next day the skin is going to be melting off our faces. Well, if that's the case, there's not much we can do about it. Yeah, no, I was saying that. Yeah. In the car today, I was like, look, see if this is really as bad as you think it was. Just shut up and die with the rest of us. Because (laughs) what are we going to do? Are we going to fucking all stop driving tomorrow see if it's as serious as you say just make it illegal for anyone to drive because that's one of the more interesting things is she she she's uh, she, she's uh, or her supporters are filing a law case against what appear to be five random countries um picked out of a hat 
um, uh, under some sort of um, legislation to do with 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 uh, um, the, the um, children, um, and yet she's ignoring China, India, and Russia uh, absolutely completely. She's picked on the French and the Germans for some reason. That's perfectly legitimate. I'm quite happy for people to pick on the French and the Germans if that's what they want. Um, but um, pick completely ignoring the the the, the three largest yeah. polluters. Uh, right. on the planet seems somewhat random it's got yeah, to be it's random <clears throat> and um, but then of course you know if 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 you if we upset the germans then the, uh, upset the chinese then um, the next time she's taking a plastic boat across the the atlantic it might just sink it's amazing that they see say that these she how selective in issues that you've ruined our future argument runs. I mean, they never care to say, well, you're ruining the kids' futures by um, running up a national debt, the likes of which has never been seen before and will never be seen again, most likely, because, right. you know, that that's not because it's all about spending other people's money. The state is all about spending the other people's money. Uh, none of these things ever seem particularly, none of these outrages ever seem particularly anti-state. They always seem to be call, calling the same bureaucrats who um, fucked everything up, who, are, who in their eyes are fucking everything up. They're saying, please take more power. Please take more power of, over the economy in order to uh, represent the economy in our favor. Like, see if they've messed it up that badly. What makes you think they've got it in them to sort of um, sort it out again? You know, oh, my, uh, like this typical left, oh, the state, you know, it creates all these wars and stuff like that. It's so dreadful. Like, stop the wars. Um, let's give the state more power over the economy. The same exact people. Mm, exactly, I know, um, and and um, she just um, just particularly annoying as far as I'm concerned. Um, uh, it, there was an interesting piece on the computer today about uh, somebody jumping up and down and and claiming that uh, that re re Republican senators in in their forties should be ashamed for taking her to task and 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 attacking a, 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 a poor innocent 15 year old girl who's so so obviously emotionally driven by by, by the crisis approaching and um, they, they should be ashamed of themselves um, no the people who should be ashamed of themselves are, are the people who've put an, an emotionally vulnerable a 15 year old uh, suffering from Asperger's up in front of the cameras, given a, a crap to spout and then uh, and expect people uh, to, 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 to just politely, politely applaud and, and go away and, and do, do what they're told. Um, it's, it, those are the people who, who should, be, should be ashamed of themselves. Um, if she's going to give it out, she's got to be able to take it and, and put, putting, putting, putting people in that position um, yeah. is, is unforgivable. Putting her, having put her in that position, is unforgivable. Of, of course, the, the the ultimate aim is to be able to uh, then point to those same senators and uh, shout white privilege and um, you, you misogynistic bastards. You shouldn't you shouldn't shouldn't be allowed to to uh, to, to, to to live any longer. But um, that's that's um, the ultimate aim. Of course, um, uh, it's all very sad. It's all very sad. Um, if anyone cares to take a look at the figures, then 
of course, we're not facing the sort of catastrophe that she seems to think we are, um, given that the, 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 the girl believes she can see carbon dioxide. Um, it's not really um, surprising that she, she believes as many as six impossible things before breakfast, as Alice said. Yeah, but it does make you think, are they actually absolutely terrifying the young ones? I mean, um, with, with all this, there are, there are three issues here. One is, is there, an, is there global warming? <coughs> is, is it, um, uh, could have said it be, couldn't have said it better myself. Is there global warming? Is it anthropogenic? Is it catastrophic? And, um, you know, I don't have the scientific background to answer those questions, but I'm extremely skeptical because, uh, when the only solution offered is more state power, especially when you look at it, the state's the one that built all the roads that all the cars are going on. Um, the state's the one that, uh, I think at one point, there was a, a paper that said the um, military effort in Iraq was going through more oil than the entire Indian economy. When we, the, the war on terror was going through more oil at one po point than the entire Indian economy. Um, you know, the, 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 the government is the largest polluter because the government has, can externalize, well, you know, I, I mentioned today, you know, that thing in Flint where they, where the government had terrible time with the municipal water if that was a private company they'd be finished right yes. but but people say you can't replace the state the best you can do is go vote so um i don't know i think the future is good i think if that when you when you look one of the things that struck me was earlier on she was this cliche of you guys worship economic growth economic growth is not um a perfect measure of economic well-being by any means but it does seem to be strongly correlated with bringing people out of poverty and improving living standards and if anything is going to save us that's what's going to save us not going yeah, back we, to boxes and cars yeah we kind of need the wealth we need the wealth to combat the problems and you know there are some people like matt ridley and patrick moore who do good work on global warming and this kind of stuff i think we're coming up to the hour mark any closing words uh, on the show? No, it's been it's been a pleasure. Thank thank you very much.